this bitch. <laughs> Episode 125. I said what I said podcast. Jazzy and Sasha. Sasha. Hmm? I was trying to look in the camera and pour at the same time. And I realized I don't have that kind of coordination. Never did, never will. So let me not play myself on this camera today. Not today. What's good, guys? What's good in the hood? Hey, y'all. What's good in the hood? If you didn't hear, my name is Sasha. All right, let me stop playing around. All right, let's get into it. Let's go. Song of the week. It's Drake. Jaded. That song is so sad. <laughs> and I don't know why it's... I'm not in a bad mood. I'm not in a sad mood. Maybe a little... Little pre-period emotional feelings. But that song is just good. He went the fuck off on there. Mm-hmm. But as Drake be in my mood, he's really gotten on my nerves this week. Mm-hmm. Mm. That boy will do it. Mm-hmm. We might touch on that. I don't see... We'll see. We'll see how we feel. But yeah, Jaded. Ooh, that shit came on in the car. Cause you know Apple, they'll 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 sit there and they'll shuffle some shit out at the end mm-hmm. after you finish listening to something. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they do it. Like if you could go back and you could like really make a playlist off of the songs that they suggest for you, the way they curated. But sometimes they do fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. So you gotta catch it when they're doing good. But yeah, mm-hmm. Jaded by. Aubrey, he's Aubrey this week because he's pissing me off. Mm-hmm. You ain't getting poppy. I'm sorry, not this week. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No. Um, it's just an artist. Um, ooh, ooh. Babyface Ray. Let welcome. It's I'm in nice. love. It's real nice over here. I'm in love. Like welcome. That song that he got in his new project with Dirt. Yeah. And then the other one is Wavy Gang something. Ah oh, man. I literally, I saw a guy on my Twitter. Mm-hmm. He was tweeting. He was like, "Yo, this new baby face is crazy." Mm-hmm. The fuck is he talking? We got a new baby face. So you know who exactly who I'm thinking about? The R&B. I'm, I'm thinking about Mr. Edmonds, like <laughs> baby face. What's, wait, what's baby face first name? The real baby face. Is it Tracy? I feel like no. Kenny baby Kenny. face Edmonds. Uh, if Tracy was his wife. Tracy, somebody. <laughs> you need to figure out who the fuck Tracy You need to find who Tracy is and give, give them their just due. I don't even know who the fuck Tracy is. But then I went and um, my homegirl, shout out to Fana, she tweeted him. She's real big, heavy into like all types of hip hop. So then I started listening. I'm like, oh, I like this. And that was around the time when I was like starting to get into EST, mm-hmm. 42 Doug. I was like really into the whole Detroit Memphis sound. Yeah. And Babyface, yeah. Mm-hmm. I try to I try to get Shane to get onto it, but she doesn't like the fact that like when Detroit rappers rap, they don't really they run from the beat kind of. They don't really make it a task to stay with the flow, and it's kind of off putting for her because she's like she's neurotic. But I fucks with it. That mm-hmm. that tape, it's melodic. He t- um, what is it? Where you at? What you doing, bitch? Yeah. I knew that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I knew, like, the, yeah. I love that song. It's like, I love it. I really I love, love when niggas get vulnerable. And I love all, like, I, just, I love, like, he yeah, had this, this other song, and I'm like, it's called Ashanti. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, yep. I love, like, I just, him, we're gonna put him, him as an artist. I'm like, okay, yeah. like. That's, that's, that's a, that's a mention. Go. I don't know if he's gonna make it into the 
2022. He's definitely going to be an honorable mention because I started listening to his music a lot mm-hmm. this year. But he, yeah, Babyface Ray. That that Detroit movement they got over there. They got a couple other people that I just got put on to like mm-hmm. recently, like this week. Some shit. Some shit. So we don't see how that go. Yeah. Did, you, did you check out Moneybag Yo's new song, Quickie? Mm-mm. I told you last night. You don't listen. I forgot. It's good, though. I like okay. it. It's a it's a sample again. Okay. He does... Who was the king of... It's either Chris... No, it was Tory Lanez. Tory Lanez. It was Tory Lanez, yeah. King of... Yeah, what am I talking about? By far, Tory Lanez. King of the R&B samples. But Moneybag Yo will flip the fuck out of a song and rap on that shit and slide. Like... Yeah. Can I just say something? I don't know why you're asking permission. <laughs> this is an opinion-based podcast. This is this is this is goes across the board for any artist. I'm gonna just say artist because I feel like if you're an actor, that's an art. You're an artist. Anybody Absolutely. in the entertainment artist, anybody. When something happens to somebody, and and it's something that you're not fond of or you don't agree or support stop like trying to take away like what like what they really can do and what they really have like i just been seeing because you know everything that's been going on with the tory lanes and meg thing like people like are saying like oh tory he only had one hit that was say it tory his music music is whack i'm like just stop like just stop i just like but I, I can't. For if somebody was to sit there and say that they never listen, there's a that's lot of fine. people that have come out and say, "Yeah, like, that's I fine. didn't listen to his music, or yeah. I didn't like his music yeah. before, and I'm definitely not going right. to support it." Yeah, now. that's fine. A lot of that. Yeah, but I mean, but what if they really did think it was whack, or what if they really think he only had one hit? I don't. Because if we're be if we're really pl- like if we're really digging into it, of course we've been fans of Tory Lanez's. We are fans of Tory Lanez music. Right. However, I don't know what his biggest song is. Because a lot of the shit that we liked was mixtape based. Right. Like, I don't know. I think he was just about to hit that pinnacle of maybe really charting. Because everybody said, like, what what was the biggest? Maybe people knew him because he came on and he did, um, what's the fucking Drake song that he, he just took that? Sh- One Dance. Mm-hmm. Like in the middle of them beefing, he came and he remixed the main song, right. and slid on it better than him. So I think maybe that's where people start to know his name. But mainstream wise, I don't know what I don't know. I just Lanes. I just see it all the time with with like a lot of people, a celebrity or somebody does something, and then people start to just say like shit like that, and it's like I agree, you weren't like. I, but I've been seeing people say shitty shit, shitty things about Megan's music too. Oh well, they. I, I, what's so? And we'll just get into celebrity bullshit. Um, the trial for tort, but um, that's not on there. Yeah, but we gonna just, we're just. I'm gonna give a little opinion on it. Um, it ain't like I. I've been watching. I'm up to date on what's happening. I'm not even about to sit here in front like I'm not. At this point, I know exactly what I would need for me to just completely cancel this whole thing out. Is I would love to just see a mistrial. Because we're not going to get the truth of what happened. And at this point, I really don't even think... I really don't think an innocent or a guilty verdict is going to do anything for anybody. Mm-hmm. I really think that in the courtroom of public opinion, if you feel like Megan is guilty, you stated it. You voiced your opinion. Why? Everybody's a fucking 
DA, everybody's a defense <laughs> attorney, everybody is, y'all, the goddamn, y'all, y'all second to where she would have died, y'all would have been the coroner to say how she died and how it happened and this, that, and the third. Like, at this point, somebody's career between a guilty and a verdict, um, between a guilty and an innocent verdict, somebody's career is going to get ruined and it's going to be sad either way at this point. So just let's mistrial it, and hopefully these people never have to be in contact again. They never have to speak to each other again. And some semblance of them moving on and making music, the thing that both of them like to do and they're good at, can continue to happen. Because we had a little bit of a break from this battle of the sexes, bitches be lying, and niggas want to catch bitches lying, and vice versa with this Tory Lanez and Meg thing. And now with this trial, even though this is going to sound very controversial, it's entertaining as fuck. But from that entertainment, it's the basis of it is is really fucking sad. Some kids went to a fucking pool party and a gun ended up being set off in whatever way. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, Tory Lanez has lost half of his career. Megan's credibility is shot. And even though there's still a push of money and power behind her, there's going to be a lot of disrespect that's going to come towards her because of this. It's a no win-win situation. So if somebody is sat there, if... Met, if it comes out that Tory Lanez is guilty or if it comes out that he's innocent, nobody wins in that situation. So mistrial it and let everybody move the fuck on so we can stop talking about it. I, that's that's where I am with it, honestly. Because the shit that's coming out is real nasty. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a gun. Why was a gun involved? Nobody wants to, I just don't understand why that's not the basis of what nobody wants to think about. Like, how did it get to the point where a gun is involved? How does it get to a point that a gun goes off? How does it get to a point where a girl gets injured and bullet fragments are in her foot? Why are these girls not friends anymore? Why is somebody fucking on somebody? Why is her sexual history being dragged out? Even though I know the game of the justice system, how lawyers play. And they're going to try to smear her because that's their job as Tory's fucking lawyers. But now we got to sit here. We gotta, she got to relive her body count for everybody to know. Nobody needs to know that she fucked the baby and, and, and Ben Simmons. I get the game that the lawyers are trying to play, but... I just, I don't understand it. And a lot of people, what I've seen actually on Twitter is if you go out and you get into an argument with your friend and you feel like shooting them, you're justified in doing that. That's what I've gotten from people's mouths. Mm. Oh, they got into an argument. Oh, well, she was fucking on the nigga she was fucking on. I would have shot her too. (laughs) What? I don't give a fuck what y'all was like. I don't give a fuck what y'all arguing about. How did it get to, why did it have to get to that point? That's what nobody wants to talk about. But neither here nor there. Let this shit wrap the fuck up. They got a whole nother week of this. I hope they don't drag it out till Friday. I hope like they go in tomorrow and they be like, verdict. <laughs> verdict in. And everybody can go home. People still got to go to the stand. I forgot. Yeah, Tori like, didn't even go yet. Yeah, I forgot. Yeah, they're gonna, yeah this is going to be another week. They can't find the bodyguard. LAPD is investigating. They did a shitty job. This whole thing is a shit show. That's did, why it's entertaining they though. Did, they, did a shitty, they did a shitty job. They did a shitty fucking job. Like, I and don't people, like... People don't even realize, too, this is not Meg the Stallion versus Tory Lanez. This is a case brought up by the LAPD. That's another thing that people are not understanding that. She could have done a private civil suit if she wanted to. This is the LAPD trying to prove if he shot her or not. And, of course, because she is the victim in the case, she's going to have to testify. Now, she could have chose not to do that if she really didn't want to, but you're not going to come out your mouth and say somebody shot you and then not testify. Mm -hmm. And the fact that they had to put her on the stand, they usually try to avoid that shit. So everybody's case is shaky. 
Kelsey trying to cover for this nigga, and this nigga saying that she the one, her his lawyers are saying the one that she the one that actually shot the gun at her. Like all of this is fucking, this is disgusting. This is messy as shit. So Miss Charlie and everybody move the fuck on, cause at this point, a lot of people been showing they they real true colors when it comes to this shit, and it's it's pretty sad if I'm being honest. They did say the worst day on the internet would be when that verdict come out. I did see that a few. Think so? Yeah, they. I said it to me. It's not gonna be. It's gonna be. It's not gonna be the worst day on the internet. It ain't gonna be good though. Yeah. It ain't gonna be good. This past week, you seen it. This girl got death threats because she sat there and she said, "I hope Tory Lanez goes to jail." Single singular tweet, and she had somebody submitting emails to her job through her business webs um email. Saying, on behalf of real niggas everywhere, we hope that you die because you <laughs> don't want to support because you're showing a one-sided bias support for Tory Lanez. And we know that Meg Thee Stallion is the reason why niggas go to jail because bitches be lying. He literally said, and if you don't kill yourself, know that a real nigga will. That's how he ended that email. I don't think she lied. I just don't think she don't know. And I don't think she doesn't I know. I think she does not know. And it... She's and guilty. She, and she's trying to and save she, face and why, on that. And why would you honestly? I why why would you think that your best friend would shoot you? I wouldn't think you would have shot me. So my I, I wouldn't think so. Exactly. So then the next person that's think, there, yeah. she my th- my biggest thing is my biggest thing is it's okay to say if you were drunk. I think she's very embarrassed at how far this situation got. I think she's embarrassed that that man did expose that she was doing something messy behind her best friend's back and i think that she wants to save face by the situation i believe that her best friend told her that that nigga shot you you, and she believed it we if if it didn't get to the point where with a guy we would have never known none of this shit no we would have never known none of this they weren't even gonna um LAPD got called by neighbors because of the commotion that was going on. Yeah. She got in the car and was just going to get dropped off to the hospital. And and she even first when she first came out and said it is like she wasn't going to tell. She didn't tell the police about what really happened because she was scared of what they might have done to him. All of that. I just think that they got mad fucked up and they embarrassed the shit out of themselves. And then. A situation really popped off and went way beyond what was supposed to go on. Now, whoever pulled that gun out, whoever shot that gun off five times, they're a sociopath, and they deserve to go and to that's, jail. And that's why I want to. I want to know like why they not why is not counted as attempted murder and just assault? Because five times, like I think maybe because it goes to the point that you said she didn't really get hit with the bullet. It was the fragments from the bullet that hit her. Maybe that's why, or because it was in like. A heat of a passion type of thing. I don't know. I ain't. I'm not about to see him be like I'm putting five like, times. That's fucking wild. Yeah, like somebody was saying on the internet, it couldn't. It could. It had to be intentional. It couldn't be a misfire because of the number of rounds that went off. Like, I want to know was misfire it, five wanna, times. I want to know was it shitty. I want to know was it like. I don't know. I don't want to know. Actually, actually, I don't want to think about it. I don't want to know actually because no, because nobody knows. I did, I don't think I just don't think Meg remembers. I just really don't think she remembers, and I do think it's other things outside of where's that what, bodyguard of what we know. That's weird. Where is that know. bodyguard? Mm-hmm. And he was supposed to testify. Corey Gamble is going to be testifying. I don't know what he's testifying EJ. to. 
Oh, the hairstylist? That's the other witness? Mm-hmm. They're supposed to they're supposed to be Remember, another... she she originally showed up to the party with EJ. Yeah, that's true. There's another there's another witness that's supposed to go on the stand, but nobody knows who it is. It's like a surprise. Like this shit don't look like something out of a telenovela. Like <laughs> this shit look like a soap opera. That's sad. It's sad for everybody. And that's what I'm saying. It's sad for Megan, sad for Tori. It's Kelsey's sad. An idiot. It's sad. She's an idiot, but Sorry. it's it, but it's 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 sad for her too because it don't it, it 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 doesn't have to be it doesn't have to be like that. That's true. It it doesn't it doesn't. I mean, have I don't know to. how much uh, I don't know how long their friendship was, but you like in the midst of you going through something embarrassing and, and highly traumatic, like you you lose your best friend in the midst of that. That's some sad shit. But whatever they lie about. The courts will find out and they'll be back again. Just don't. Back again. So that's my only thing. Just tell the truth. I mean, Kelsey <laughs> already pled the fifth. Because she, 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 she pled the fifth. She pled the fifth? That's how I said right. She yeah. pled the fifth? She pled the fifth. Mm-hmm. She pled the fifth. Hold on. Recording. You know I'm recording, bitch. It's Sunday night. Yeah. She pled the fifth. But yeah, let's 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 slide off from that. Um, from one court case to the next, Gunna is at the big house. I know I had said to you earlier. Well, if you we reported it, um, few, some some episodes ago about um, Thugger, Young Thug, and Gunna being arrested on a RICO charge down in Atlanta state state level RICO, um, for racketeering, murder. Everything. Rico and everything, right? Yeah, all You would have thought it. I never watched Power. Yeah. That's what taught me what a Rico was. Shit. Mm-hmm. Have you been seeing these old clips of um, Ghost Pop-Up, how he used to talk to Tasha? No. There's no reason why we should have supported that man. That shit was disgusting. No. Say so you still be a chick, a fucking hood rat, chicken head yes. from the project, da 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 if it wasn't He was me. mean to her. He was... No, season, season three, season four, that nigga became unhinged. Why you hate her like that? She wanted him to stay in the game. I mean, was she putting a gun to your head, Ghost? Like, you hate your wife. Like, I can understand you're not in love with your wife anymore. You you got back with that. That was a terrible time. Power had everybody in the choco, everybody in distress, and everybody upset. I hate Angela Valdez so bad. I hated her. Like She was the worst side chick turned main chick. You know, and, and you know, it's definitely worse when the, when the wife is black. It was definitely, you know, we you definitely know they did feel that. it. You know they played, you, you know, know they played on that race you know, shit. You know we feel it. You know we feel it ten times more. You know everybody love interracial love and shit. You know what I'm saying? Anyway, mm. <laughs> love, love. Nah, but um, yeah. So Gunna um was released on Thursday on Rico charges. Um, he pled guilty to racketeering. Um, there was some controversies going around the internet. There is controversy going around the internet on whether he snitched or not. Um, I actually gave you some wrong information. He don't have to do four years in jail. He pled his part of his plea deal is that the charge gave him a sentence of five years. He has four years probation. And because he spent, um, how much ever months he spent in the Atlanta jail, they counted that as time served. So now he'll be on four years probation. 
But probation as an entertainer is one of the worst things. You can't move. You got to check in. You can't. They get their money off of touring. They might not you let you go, go out of the country. They might and not. I think they're going to be very. They were already trying to make examples of YSL. I think they're really going to try to make examples with him. Another thing that I learned in the last two days is that he's not the first person to plead out with this case. No, it's a few others. Yeah. Um, young thugs, like right hand man. I don't know what. I don't know what business aspect he placed in, uh-huh. but he pled out too. He said this. He took the same exact deal that Gunna took and on one other person. So, and Young Thug's sister has come out and said that stop saying that Gunna snitch because it's not helping Thug's case when he has to go to um, when he has to go to trial in January. It's evident that that's who they want. They want Young Thug, so they're gonna let all these little things slide. Like they're saying, well, he admitted to sitting there and admitted that YSL is a gang, so that's snitching. Um, and I, my thing is like y'all are dumb. They're not snitching on something that everybody already fucking knows. But if we want to play, if we want to play semantics, gang can be subjective. Yeah, we're a gang. We refer to ourselves as a gang, a close knit unit. We give back to the community. We do this, then the third, blah blah blah. Like, like some shit just ain't. I don't, like, I don't know where we get like yeah. Like, I don't know where the aspect <laughs> snitching when I when I hear snitching. That nigga did it. He did it. He did this, 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 that, 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 that. He bought this. Takashi snitched. Yeah. Oh, Takashi went in there and sang like a motherfucking parrot. He snitched. He gave names, social security numbers. He told you where the left mole on the nigga back was and where you could find him on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Mm-hmm. I really don't understand how we get that from saying YSL is a game. Oh, what if he's, oh, he could be like, yeah, YSL was a game when I first joined it and it turned into a nonprofit organization. We switched mm-hmm. it into a positive aspect. Mm-hmm. Like they would sit there and do, didn't, didn't, um, gang members like, um, I remember seeing something from gangland where like there was a, um, sector like the Pyrus or Bloods in what LA. Is that? Gangland. gangland. It's a show? Yeah, you know what, gangland? Mm-mm. And they go and they tell like the history of all the gangs, like the Latin Kings. Probably, Loves I don't know. Probably, yeah, it's good. And they would have the people with the muted, with the distorted soft voice, and they would like, okay, oh, yeah, the, yeah, um, yeah, 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 certified lawyers because I realize that a lot of people on the internet have law degrees. I don't know if they bought it. Like, you can go on and get the certificate to be a pastor and officiate weddings. Y'all don't know shit. Every day. Every week. Y'all piss me off. Every week y'all piss me off. But, we a lot of legal advice. A lot of little white boys on Twitch while they playing their video games and streaming and millions of kids are watching them is calling Gunna a snitch. We got 14-year-olds in Arkansas calling Gunner a snitch. They don't know. They just going with it. Who gives a fuck? Mm. That ain't that ain't my lane, honey. That ain't I'm my a lane. Fucking civilian. That ain't my lane, baby. Okay. Like, I just like gangster niggas. That's it. That ain't my lane. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. I like. I like what I like. What I like. Look, if the if the sister said. Gonna ain't, ain't snitching. Snitch. That's the sister. Said we can't sit here and take anything that for face value. We gotta hear from Thugger. Thugger's fighting for his life. Sorry. That was very appropriate. It didn't cut me off. Oh shit! Did I delete the notes? Sasha. Okay, come on. So, no, I didn't. but gotta, um, okay. 
I hope that everything goes good in Young Thug's upcoming trial in January. That's what the, you know, as a collective, if you're, if you're a Young Thug fan, that's what the fuck we need to be focusing on. That's number one. Um, some evidence from 2015 can't be used against him. Some wiretaps they got illegally, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of shit. So that's a win for him. I saw that. That's what we need to be talking about, y'all. Mm-hmm. Where y'all get y'all a law degree from? I want one. Can I just, like, buy it and, like, print it out? And then get it framed at like Hobby Lobby. Girl, just tweet, just type something and push tweet. That makes you whatever. You could be whatever you want to be in Twitter because Twitter is not a real place. I just want to be me. You could be whatever. Twitter is not real. <laughs> and that's what I'm coming to. Twitter is not real. People say a lot of idiotic shit Twitter on there. Twitter used to be a comedy um, platform. Twitter, I, people are some fucking idiots on there. Oh, yeah, like, for sure. And you know what? But that's been, that's been since the beginning. But the thing is, what's Yo, crazy? Wait, I seen this thing from... Twitter used to be... When we were really on, worse. it was worse. I used to pop shit. I used to argue with bitches went back on and, You ever went back and did like keywords in your tweet? Yeah, and I deleted some. I deleted some because just in case this shit skyrocket. We, we already got, did. We got to clean this shit well, up. I, I, might, I, might have to, I might have to pay a few people for them to go in and delete. Yeah, because the you retweet, always, Yeah, because sometimes the retweets don't. Because um, bitch, if they're going to be like, you we don't want to get hit with it, is this you? Ooh, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to be jail. like, damn, I'm going to gonna have to Girl. put out a statement. Like, But no, what I seen today was Mike Tyson had put up. Social media has created a space where people can talk shit without getting punched in their face, punching their mouth. And that's what, like, I always sit here and say, I don't condone violence, and I don't, but fuck that. I do not. I don't. I'm going to contradict myself, but But I do that every week, so it doesn't Fuck that, because your people, watch your mouth. Like, people are ridiculous. No, you got to understand. People are, like, people are ridiculous. Like, watch your mouth. You're entitled to give your opinion. Freedom of speech is yeah, a thing. Fine. Now, yeah. what you have to understand, and I think a lot of people have lost that in the back of their mind, is you can say some shit, and if I don't rock with it and offends me, now you can't control my reaction. I always say that. Chris Rock spoke about Will Smith's wife. Every he action has a reaction. And I know but every action is a reaction. Everybody could have said he could have had tact. You don't have to resort to violence. A lot you of different tell anybody things. how to react. But baby, especially if you poking a bear, you keep poking. The fuck you think about to happen? You gonna get attacked? And it's and it's it really is that simple. And, and I don't and condone me, it if you if you have the wherewithal uh, to sit there and be like, yo, I have a I have a little bit more, <laughs> I have a little bit more <laughs> self control and patience to the point where I'm not gonna put hands on you, but don't act like it can't happen. Because people used to get slapped in their face. Like, they used to, like, you used to get the dog shit slapped out of you. And that would make you think twice for coming with certain Yes, people. like, just enough. Like, just, sh- like, ugh. we ain't got that no more, girl. Ugh. Um, everybody said what they said. Ugh. Speaking of everybody said what they said, um, Young Miami. She's been saying Let's wrap this up really quick. Real quick, let me give it to you. Shut the fuck up, Carisha. Did you did you see when she had put? She don't have to keep talking. She never had to. Did say you see nothing. when she put in the shade room? How come y'all didn't put me up on um for her car game? It's so no dumb. no no her thing because um because shade room posted a girl that another girl Diddy was with and then she commented. Yeah, they're gonna like, keep doing that now too. And she was like, um, she's like, how come y'all didn't put me up? Oh no, she's trying to troll. She's trying to. That's a Aquarius way of being sarcastic. Sometimes it hit and miss, but in this situation, girl. that was a miss. 
about it on our last episode. Um, Diddy had a baby. And everybody, because Carisha is the current main chick. And listen to the that, words man. that I am choosing to use. She is the... Sorry, my titties might be all your... Hold on. Mama got to fix herself now. <laughs> current <laughs> main chick. I don't think that in the history of Sean Puffy Combs, if there's ever been one woman that he has singly been mm-hmm. with. And that is that man's life. Those women that get involved with him, whether they are comfortable with it or not, that is the decision that they decide to make when they come with him. Now, you're the one, both of them went on Carisha Please, that first episode, and gave us tea. And we didn't ask for it. Gave motherfucking gas to the fire of the speculations that they were together. And you could have just Beyonce and Jay-Z this shit and said nothing. But you chose not to. And you know in the age that we live in, motherfuckers cannot mind their business to save their lives. So what are they going to do? They're going to they're gonna fuck with you, Carisha. They're going to annoy you. And you are one of the celebrities that actually answer back. She's the only one. No other girl saying anything. JT does too. No, I'm talking about with Diddy. Because she is the most... She's she's the one with the most notoriety right now. And she's just like, I'm a hood bitch from Miami at the end of the day. So I'm going to clap back at anybody that comes at me crazy. And I get that to a certain extent because you're not going to play with me. Oh, Tasha. That was a... I guess you got to hit that. Shut up. Bitch, I ain't touching <laughs> By yourself. Tell you that today. I get it, but you know blogs, their jobs are to report on gossip. That is their bread and butter. So while you're arguing with anybody on a blog um on blog aspect or while you're in the comments, I, it's really giving you have too much time on your hands. And I don't want to say that about you because I like young Miami. Mm-hmm. But it's Diddy. It's Diddy. You really forced, you really tweeted that from his account? How would you feel if your nigga referred to you as shawty wop? I don't like that. It sounds like a pop pop calling me something. It sounds like a biscuit sandwich. Like down, like a down south Definitely name is coming from an old man. So I thought my old man would call you. Definitely 53 vibes. Yeah. Definitely sugar daddy. Mm-hmm. Definitely Viagra. Mm-hmm. Girl, get it together. I heard somebody say that she does, they don't even think that her and, um, that Diddy and Young Miami are like sexually involved. It's just like that's like her mentor and her sponsor. <laughs> nah, they fucking, don't nobody act that stupid if Dick's not they involved. Fucking, don't yeah. nobody go in there and sit mm-hmm. here and say, I ain't never been to side, bitch. I come none to nothing. And Diddy would never look you bitches way. He might not look about 10 bitches, baby. Looking at seven, right? Eight. Like paparazzi got, got the, the wide zoom on him. And, and at the care. end of the day, if you know that you are not the only, which y'all came out and admitted, why are you answering to anybody about your position and where it's supposed to be? Why are you tweeting from that man's Twitter account to sit there and say, don't disrespect Carisha because that's my shorty wop and she's not my side chick. I didn't think that Carisha was a side chick. Me I either. just think that he got other bitches that he fuck on. Clearly because he has a newborn I never, baby. I never thought she was a side chick. I just I didn't think she was the only one she, though. Yeah, I just thought she was one of many. And I thought that she was okay with that because, you know, they're they're both dating. 
She's not moving like a bitch that got other dick on the roster. She's not. And that's what's and really... We, it's plenty. Mm. It's a lot of... A lot of mm. 98% of everyone is saying that. You're not, move, you're not moving like you're a main. You're not. Because then you're not going to be, ain't gonna be okay with that. And do you think other niggas are going to be okay with Diddy that? Diddy is one of them alpha exerted niggas. This, that, that. No, another nigga would be okay with it if he knew his position to not get out of line. Yeah. If it's on an aspect where it's like, yo, we both date around. This is my main nigga. I'm his main girl. You're never going to be on a position of taking his place. Vice versa. Don't come out and disrespect me. Don't come out and disrespect her. This, then a third. You came in stepping on bitches' toes that been here for a while. I don't think other niggas going to. I just think I think other niggas them. would, but I think they're gonna try to expose her because that's the age that we live in. Really? Like a lot, I think I think a lot of niggas would be real cute and real sassy to be like, "Yo, I'm, I think I think I'm if, young Miami I, if, side if, it, if it wasn't a public thing, I think yeah, they I would. think if they never admitted it to us in the first place, yeah, should, that's what we always hope for y'all to shut the fuck up, but you don't. But then again, we wouldn't have content. Wouldn't. Um, curse. This one is really sad. Um, Very sad. Twitch from um, So You Think You Can Dance, and he is Ellen's DJ. Mm-hmm. He's an actor, dancer, choreographer, a husband, a father. Uh, recently um, committed suicide, maybe a week ago. Yes. It was this week. Uh, yeah, this week. Yeah. yeah. A, a, gun, a gunshot wound. Um, Went to a hotel. Yeah, hotel. His He left a note behind. His birthday, It was I think his birthday was like three days before. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he posted a video the night before. Yeah, with his wife, their last they dance because they dance together. His wife Allison yeah, on TikTok on TikTok, and she came home. Um, his car was home, but she couldn't get through to him. He wasn't in the house, so she automatically, you know, mm-hmm. it's not like him not to be home. And his car is here, and he's not here. Called the police, and they went to tracking him to see where he was, and they found him at a hotel. Mm-hmm. I I heard an un another podcast that there was a note left behind like you had mentioned mm-hmm. i really hope that nobody leaks that note that is not for the public oh eyes. yeah now they'd be so quick to just they like, said it was really they, they said it was like he was talking about tr- troubles like from his his past oh stuff that he probably never really healed yeah from. and the thing about it is you would never know because those videos nope. it was just a smile on his face from ear to ear and you couldn't even see it like not even in his eyes you could see it yeah so, and uh, i've seen a lot of I think this one really threw a lot of people off and touched a lot of people is because we have this conception in our mind of what depression is supposed to look like Mm -hmm. or what people are supposed to look like when they're battling internally. And because, like you said, like we just sat there and said, 24 hours ago, he was with his wife on TikTok doing choreography Mm -hmm. dance. Just like smile from ear to ear. Mm -hmm. In hindsight, giving the joy to people that he probably couldn't feel for himself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people I've been seeing check on your strong friends, but I've been seeing even more now that I usually see is um, fuck out of here with that check on your strong friends because you guys sit there and you'll put that up when something like this happens, but then you still don't do it in real life. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of anger surrounded by this person taking their life away because that's not what depression is supposed to look like. Everybody wants to make sure that you're sad. Everybody wants to make sure that they like, well, I, I kind of could see why this would happen. So then I think that anger stems from the guilt that to a certain extent, when people are smiling in our face, we don't really dig deep. We leave it kind of surface level. And I'm guilty of that. I know other people that are guilty of that. I'll be smiling in somebody's face and somebody doesn't know. Like, damn, I'm going through it. Mm-hmm. And it's the facades that we put on because we live in a very... 
Like you said, this shit is not a real place. Mm-mm. It's just not. And it's the, the the amount of anger that I've seen surrounded by this person taking their life, it's very sad, but I think it's eye-opening. Mm-hmm. It's not anger. Sometimes a little toughness is needed in times like this. Like, nah, if you sit here and you tweet that shit, go check on your strong friend. Mm-hmm. Even if you sit there and said, and, and shout-outs to Shamoy, she kept it real simple. It's like, I really hope that we feel safe enough with each other that we can communicate when some shit is going down Mm -hmm. in our lives. And sometimes that's all you need to hear. Mm -hmm. I've said it like, are you okay? Are you okay? Three words. Mm -hmm. It's very neglectful sentences that a lot of people don't even think about when they're talking to their friends. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we don't want to keep, you don't make shit heavy. Like you don't. You want to keep shit light. You want to have fun. But... This year has shown the reflection of getting uncomfortable. Yeah. So I just want to say, I want to send prayers, light, and love to his wife, his children, before the holidays. Mm. Right before Christmas. It's already hard. This holidays are already hard for a lot of people. That family, they're going to be rocked every year going mm-hmm. forward. And that makes me sad. I, I feel sad thinking about that. Mm-hmm. So I hope he is at peace. I know a lot of people don't like to say that when it comes to suicide, but like, I think I've stated it. I have like a weird, a weird stuff like that bothers stuff that. like that bothers me because it's just like that people really feel like that they are a burden to somebody, you know, to somebody, and that they're that, you know, that they're not, you know, that they're not worth being, you know, what I'm saying, being here. Not that it bothers me. It's it's sad. No, like, I get it. it I get like, it. It's, it's I think, sad. I don't. I think it. Bo- I think bothers you is the right term to mm-hmm. use. But I think it bothers you because it's like, damn. Like, why do you feel that way? It mm-hmm. bothers you that people really do feel that way. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm, I'm gonna be very honest with you. That's an internal thing. Mm-hmm. It's self. It's self reflecting. If you're not happy with you, because he didn't. I don't know what his note said, but if it, if it alluded to certain things in his past, as things that he never dealt with. Yeah. Things that might have happened to him. The reflection in the way that he showed up. He probably wanted to make sure that he was always a light for other people because he never felt like he he, like, he was a light for himself. Mm. And I don't know, I'm speculating, but just from the the job that he did, what he did on Ellen, just like the videos that you go back and you watch and you see, it's... Everybody, everybody, everybody shit. said the same thing, you know, like, yeah, you, when you, you know, you, when you, you lit up the room, you know, like everybody said the same thing. It's like... You could just, you know, just tell like his 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 presence, his being, you know, was, you know, clearly for, you know, for a, for, a, for everyone, people. yeah, for other people, like, yeah, and that's that, and that's we deal with the regular people, but when it comes to like, you know, people in the spotlight, like that's that shit is held a different yeah. way. You know what it kind of reminded me of is when um, oh, I want to get Kate Spade. When she committed oh, yeah. suicide. And then everybody was so shocked. It's like, she's a millionaire. She's a millionaire. That's funny. Hmm. means nothing. Nothing. We got, we got girls over here, multi-millionaires, losing their losing mind over dick every single day on the internet. We got motherfuckers fighting for their life. We got motherfuckers over here getting costly. Money don't mean shit when you are fighting for your existence and trying to figure out in your head, what is my purpose here? Mm-hmm. What am I doing this for? That's a question that I've been seeing a lot of people ask. What am I even doing this thing called life for? Mm -hmm. And the aspects of having no purpose 
or thinking that your purpose needs to be validated through other people to the point where you leave nothing for yourself. It's been a very uncomfortable year. Mm-hmm. It's been a very uncomfortable year. So when it comes down to it, I say I just say all the time, if we don't take care of our mental health, nobody else will. We owe it to ourselves. This is mm-hmm. not no I'm not pushing no fucking mental health agenda. I'm not sitting here saying it because it's the thing to say right now. If we do not invest in our mind, literally nothing else is going to matter. Everything else is going to collapse. Mm-hmm. You don't have a stable mindset, you're not going to eat good. You don't have, you might not eat at all. Mm-hmm. You d- develop certain habits. You don't have a stable mindset, you're not going to want to better yourself and get healthy. You don't have a stable mindset, you're not going to want to sit there and and go into these projects and do these things that can make you better. You're not going to give all to somebody that can invest in you and, and love you in this aspect. You're going to push people away because all of the shit that we do on a physical level literally comes in here. Right. If this is not right, we're going to neglect all of that. Mm-hmm. And it might show up in other days. You might, and it could be the opposite. You might push yourself to the point where you kill yourself working too hard. Like everybody shows up differently when they're fighting, when they're fighting some type of battle, but we got to get to the mindset where, our mental health means more to us than the stigma surrounded by it. Mm-hmm. We got to care about us more than what other people are going to say. Yep. So if you got to go talk to the lady, you got to go talk to the lady. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about what your boy said. Right. So rest in peace, Twitch. Prayers and thoughts to his family. Um, let's get into I See You, Playa, and Playa. But the first one is our alma mater, the Morgan State University. Illustrious Morgan State University. Morgan State will be the first HBCU in 45 years. We got bigger pride. a new medical school. Let me tell you something. Shout out to um, our president because... Since we, since I graduated, were you, when we got the new, when we got the new, um, when we got our new president from Morgan, he was there when you were there, right? Mm-hmm. When you were coming in. The, just the sheer amount of things that he's been doing with trying to catapult and level Morgan State. And I can't give credit to just to him because it's a whole thing that you have to go through. Mm-hmm. But just the aspects of all the things that have been going on at Morgan while we were there, going into when we graduated, to just have so much pride in your alma mater. Because there's a lot of people that be like, I wish I never went to the right. I went to. And that's really sad rhetoric. Mm-hmm. It's kind of sad to be like, your college experience wasn't... It doesn't have to be everything. I feel like I feel like what makes the best college experience is half struggle, half wilding the mm-hmm. fuck down. I ain't gonna hold you. You gotta be 50-50. Like, right. You had to fail one semester to know you had to get back in the game. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit. Like... It is what it is. It makes you stronger. Like we we talk about Baltimore and Morgan built character for us, and so to see them in the news every other month, just catapulting and doing some dope shit for the young people behind us. Mm-hmm. I love reporting on that shit, and we always will. So Period. go Bears. Um, let's see Angela Bassett, Viola Davis, and Daya and more among the nominees for the 2023 Golden Globes. You know, it's some black excellence in here. Mm-hmm. Um. Abbott Elementary, um, top two and not yeah, two because uh, that I'm that every that show. When I tell you that's a safe place, Donald Glover for Atlanta. I just started the last season in Atlanta. Tyler, I, um, Tyler James Williams for Abbott Abbott Elementary. I'm glad he's getting his flowers because he did amazing on everybody's mm-hmm. So We watched that man grow up on um camera. Angela Bassett, Black because, Panther, of course. Viola Davis, Woman King. I still ain't watched that. Uh, me either. Um, I'm going to watch it. 
J- uh, Janelle James. Yep. Uh, for what's the call for um Abbott Elementary? So Abbott needs to sweep like that show. We're, we are in season, half a season two, and it's like one of the best shows in the last I love 10 it. Years. It makes me laugh. There's nothing about that show that's wrong. The cast is amazing. I'm so grateful the for it. The kids that they have casted are, are fucking lights. Like, mm-hmm. literally, you are in a shit mood. Save Abbott. Mm-hmm. Watch it. You literally 180. Mm-hmm. 180. Everybody on there deserves their flowers. I don't think there's a... It's like The Office to a certain extent. It's like... You might have your favorite character, but all those characters are needed. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those characters are needed. That show was needed. Mm-hmm. That show was definitely needed. I think that's the one time on like once a week on um social media where people actually come together. Yep. It's when Abbott is on, so shout out to them. All right, let's get into the breakdown. So let's talk finances. Explain this. I ain't got no money. I'm broke. It's the holidays. Because we're... I'm broke. At our grown age, you know, in our 30s, and we're, you know, like dating. And at a certain time point, you know, you're going to be dating to find your, you know, dating to find your forever. A sponsor? Okay. Sorry. Well, yeah. A forever what, sponsor. Yeah. Your forever sponsor. What are some, like, your oh hell knows, like, when it comes to finances? Like, are you okay with making more money? Are you good with what, like credit, like like credit, or you know, at what point do you think it's appropriate to speak to your partner about finances if you know you guys are? If it's serious, this serious. ain't no, this ain't for play play. Do you think you should talk about finances if you're thinking about moving in together? Do you think that should be talked about before you move in together? Okay, so moving in, are we getting a house or are we getting this apartment? apartment? Just moving in. Not yet. Y'all are still, y'all aren't like engaged yet. Y'all are just, y'all been together. Y'all moving in. I don't in. know if, um, I don't know on an apartment standpoint if an in-depth conversation, mm, see that sounds crazy because if I'm moving in with somebody, some serious conversations have to be had. Mm-hmm. Now, do I need to give them my FICO score and my Equifax mm-hmm. printout? I don't know if I need to get that detailed. Mm-hmm. But um, depending on what they're actually looking for for the apartment, you're going to have to give up some info. They might mm-hmm. want to see credit score. They might want to see your last recent pay stub. They, it's a lot of stuff. Like, mm-hmm. do you make three? Are we allowed to do three times the rent price this, that, and third? Can you prove that? Are we splitting the rent 50-50? How we get here? Y'all have killed that rent conversation. Y'all... Who the fuck... Y'all stomped on that fucking conversation. But I digress. Um, I do believe that certain... If you are planning on choosing somebody to be with, if it's serious, if you want to build and go forward with them... Finances are definitely going to have to be a conversation that, if we're being honest, we've been taught to keep, in the black community, it's taboo to talk about money. Mm-hmm. People get offended when they ask you how much you make. But if you go and you go eavesdrop on a white conversation, that's not an offensive thing. Like, mm-hmm. if I go, well, how much you make a year? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, bitch, the fu- fuck you want to know for? 
But white people, like, oh, well, you know, Jared and Sally and da da da, they, they make about like a, a good um, 98K and then it dropped down and it came back up. Like, they are taught financial literacy. They're taught to not you be know, a You know what it is? It's like, because I know everybody likes to do it, but I know people in our community like to pocket watch. And that is some real shit. They like but to pocket why? watch. Because we come from impoverished states. We come from having to see what the next person it's like has. If I, if I, like if I tell you, like, okay, you talk about something, I tell you I make 85 k a year. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, then you about to be watching. You know, it's like they pop, people pocket watch. And, that, and that's that. Especially if you know you guys follow, if you follow each other on social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it, and, but, and let's be real. Weird. Our community has been taught to value superficial shit and to pocket watch and to be very secretive about your money because you're going to get got but it's a mentality to keep us against each other mm-hmm. we don't have those we're starting to have those conversations now like shout out to the forex niggas they was really trying to do that mm-hmm. where y'all at somebody, somebody told me don't say that because these motherfuckers is making money and they stopped giving us advice on twitter because we was telling them to shut the fuck up but Forex people were really annoying with the way they were going about it. Uh, Once again, I digress. But honestly, like, you have to have conversations about finances a little bit. I think at this day and age where we're going, where we are starting to come into more money. We're doing more entrepreneurship. Our money could be kind of up and down. Or we're trying to get into spaces where we're going to be investing generational wealth, building up portfolios and things of that nature. We got to have these conversations with the people that we're actually wanting to be in relationship mm-hmm. relationship with because more than anything, the number one thing why people get divorced is finances. Yeah. So, me personally, I'm not going to be too harsh on somebody that I see if they have some, they might have some debt. Where does that stem from? What kind of debt do you have? Let's have that conversation. How much of the debt do you have? How much would I accumulate if I even was to sit there and become your wife? Like, mm-hmm. is it worth it? Do I have that type of trust factor in you? Those are things that I would have to be comfortable with because I'm going to be honest, I'm not going to call it kettle black because I have not made some of the best financial decisions. But right. if I know somebody got my heart, they ain't going to fuck me over. Mm-hmm. They move like I'm moving. They trying to do better. Bingo. Then that's all that matters at this point because at the end of the day, anything could happen. All right. Anything could happen. When do you think you should bring up finances in a situation? And let me say a relationship. And bring up no damn finances in no damn situation shit. <laughs> Why? Why would you? I gotta get out of that mindset of thinking shit to situations. Like I'm trying to have a relationship. I want a man. I think mine would be like oh God. mine would be like moving in, but me, I'm not moving in until like I'm engaged. That's how I'm doing. I don't wanna live with no man. I agree. I've I always, I've always felt like that. I don't want to live with just from my, you know, my personal experience. I just don't want to. I don't want to live with a I man. I love, I love my, I love my space, and I feel like that's gonna be something hard for me too. Like what? When I get like, you no, know, whenever I get engaged and stuff like that, me actually sharing the space was like it's gonna be very hard. Well, I don't care if I really like you or love you either. Well, what if it? If you start to work, if you know, if you can't identify that now, start to work on it now. Like preventative measures, so it's mm-hmm. like, or you could do some non traditional shit and y'all don't move in together. 
I'm seeing that pop up more and more lately. Yeah. I am. Like, there's there's a couple of people out here that yeah. they have they have separate apartments and they're yeah. married. Yeah. They're full married. Or I don't know about the married couples that are in the same place but have different rooms. Yeah. That just gives we're just in this because we're here. Like a man cave? Mm-mm. Like they have two separate bedrooms. They do not sleep together. Oh, man. That's no. giving we're married but I don't love you. Yeah, no. Sorry. Anytime I've seen that, and I've seen that situation quite a few times in my family, they didn't rock with each other. They right. were just married because they were married. So that's not going to happen. But tailor it to what you want to do because at the end of the day, nobody can tell you that you have to live under the same roof with the nigga that you with. If you like your space to the point where you don't really want somebody infiltrating mm-hmm. that, if it's a hindrance and that person is going to feel a certain type of way about it, then try to work on that for them, work on that for your relationship. But if they're cool with keeping it separate, then tailor it for you. Mm-hmm. Like, who gives a fuck what anybody else got to say? Yeah. Shit. But finances, like I said, in our community, it's, not for us to really it's hush hush keep it moving like you said somebody might be jealous somebody might be watching something somebody else it could be where they're trying to use you take advantage of you a lot of um financial talk is surrounded in in um trauma for us mm-hmm. if we being honest but baby you get into a marriage and you bringing in 150k worth the student loan debt, your husband gone, and he didn't ask no questions, then you not paying it, you going to default, and he want to know why his credit score is at a 320, and he don't know why, it's because now we're together, mm-hmm. and you're filing taxes together, like, you see how deep-seated that get, but that's a conversation that y'all could have sat there, had over some some wine, one night, mm-hmm. and figured that the fuck out before you sat there, and you signed those marriage that marriage license, so... Yeah, finances, you definitely... I think it got to be a sooner rather than later conversation. I've seen people bringing that shit up on the first date. Like, second date, yeah, third no. date. I don't know if it needs to be that deep. Like, if, if you go on a date and a guy asks you, so, like, what's the estimate ballpark around, like, how much debt you're carrying right now? Like, how much personal debt do you have? Let's do third date. We're not going to do first date because I'm not answering that on the first date. Let's do third date. I'm not date. responding on the third date either. I don't know. Third date? If it gets to a third date? No. If I feel comfortable because for like, and depending on... I think it might have to do with a little bit of background because like, what if I'm dating a FA, like a financial advisor? Maybe we just having some money talk. Maybe I'm trying to pick his brain a little bit and get a little <laughs> conversation going. Maybe I tell him, like, I really, I really want to see where my finances go. Well, and that's see coming if I can from you, from... not from him. Yeah, and then he asked me, so, like, yeah, like, how much okay, personal that's fine, because I'm asking, but him just coming out asking, it's like, why are you asking Like, him? over the fettuccine, he'd be yeah, like, yeah, like, so, like, what's your credit score? Yeah, why are you asking that? Like, <laughs> you see, I asked her salary. She, uh, <laughs> she like, giggled at me and said, bitch. Like, uh, <laughs> like, okay. I think I would answer on the third date, like, my personal debt. How is it? Like, if he wants to get, like, deep seated, I think it would depend. I think it would depend. They got, they've horror stories where they got people that ask for people to sign for things within two weeks of meeting someone. Like, mm-hmm. can you sign on a car? And there have been some idiots that have done it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we grown now, y'all. Come on. Finance tour. 
as a black woman in 2022, what has been one of your toughest struggles thus far? This year. So I didn't see this. Um, Mine is... Yeah, go ahead, because... People not letting us as black women be like, Mm. I feel like we always have to, you know, like be, you know, like saw, you know, like we just can't be in our, we still can't be within like our emotions. Like, you know, we always have to be, you know, delicate, tough, you know, we, you know, we, they just, we just can't be, you know, I don't know. It's like, we just can't be. It's like, we always, always have to compete with somebody. We always have to look like this. We always have to look like that. We just can't be. And that's just like a tough thing. It's just like, just let us be. Like, I don't, it's, it's just been tough for me. It's just been tough for me because it's like, you can't be this, you can't be that. Oh, if you act like this, then you're that. Blah, blah, blah. You can't, let's, you know, let's. Let's don't no matter how, what somebody says to you, still remain in your soft girl, girl era. Blah blah blah, this and that. And it's like no, it's like if somebody's gonna you know do this this and that to me, I'm going you know I'm I, I'm I don't know. It's just I don't know. I don't know. It's just a lot of things are like are weird have have been weird to me when it comes to like black women and how we're supposed to be and how we're supposed to act and respond and how certain things are supposed to make, you know, us feel. I just feel like we've, I don't know. We have a lot of pressure. I definitely, definitely a lot of pressure. I think um, this year specifically, we've kind of reverted back to um, so societal opinions and societal mm-hmm. norms coming back at the forefront and trying to take precedence on, excuse me, precedence on what we're supposed to look like, what we're supposed to do as black women and because we were hell bent for a couple of years on saying we're gonna do what the fuck we want to do how we want to do it and the time we want to do it there's been some pushback from all angles for how we're supposed to conduct ourselves but i think the operative word the key word is suppose Mm -hmm. and i think once you say i don't give a fuck to Mm -hmm. suppose when i'm supposed to look like how i'm supposed to show up how i'm supposed to talk how I'm supposed to sit there and react to something that they like. First of all, we're all we're all human, and we're all sub- everything. The way that we react to anything is subjective. It's just exhausting. It's very exhausting. It's just exhausting, like but having to see, you know, like that shit having dictated. to see stuff is like here we go again. It's like just let us fucking be. Like just let us be in our emotions. Just let us be. Just just let us fucking be. Nobody says anything else to anybody, but it's just us. I don't think we're allowed. I, if I'm being honest with you, I think that the soft life, soft life has been an answer to a lot of the shit that they were pushing on us before. Black women are tough. Black women are strong. Overlook them because they'll get over it. And we sat there and we said, no, we're going to treat ourselves good. No, when we want to cry, we're going to cry. We're going to stay in our vulnerability. And that doesn't make us weak. Mm-hmm. You can show our emotions. No, I'm going to be soft. I'm going to treat myself to this, then the third. Instead of waiting for somebody to tell me that I can have that or being rewarded when they want to reward me as opposed to me rewarding myself. I think mm-hmm. that soft life era, 
a lot of people don't like that shit because it is the rebuttal to that we're supposed to be something. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm be honest with you, I get exactly what you're saying, and social media don't make it. It doesn't mm-hmm. make it any easier. But it's really the I don't give a fuck factor mm-hmm. mixed in with just being self aware to not lean too much into the aspects of becoming a show. Mm-hmm. Because you can. You can get to the point where you're you're combating and saying, I don't give a fuck, 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 to the point where you become jaded to everything around you. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck what that nigga says. Now you have a distaste for men and you hate them. Right. And you show up in situations being combative when maybe it needs to be an aspect where you just need to walk away. You want to tussle and fight. Everything doesn't have to be a struggle. Because like Mm -hmm. you said, we just want to be. But if somebody's not allowing us to do that, then Mm -hmm. be like, okay, well, I don't give a fuck about your opinion. I'm going to move on to the next or I'm going to move away. Like, it, it's... And, and it's based on the fucking day of the week. Like, mm-hmm. you catch me on the wrong day when I'm PMSing, you don't hear my mouth. Like, one day, like that Tuesday, mm-hmm. I might have walked away. I might have been like, well, that's your opinion. Keep it moving. It, what was it like two times this week? I was like, yo, I have to get the fuck off of Twitter because I hate all y'all niggas. Mm-hmm. I even tweeted that. I said, I hate all y'all niggas. But why do I hate them? Like... I ain't got a response to this shit. Mm-hmm. That if it don't apply, let it fly. That shit real. Mm-hmm. It's cliche as fuck, but it's real. Like at the end of the day, I get it. We we're not allowed to exist. Yeah, but we we gotta make sure that within our realm of reality, where it counts between family, friends, mm-hmm. your job, whatever you're trying to do, whatever goals you're trying to get. Let's just make sure that we have that in our mindset where that's what we put our effort into. But all this outside noise, like, bitch, I'm not getting a BBL. I'm not. You said what? I'm not getting a BBL. I don't care. I'm not doing it. I don't care. You can't make me. I don't want to do it. I'm not combing my hair today. Um, did you put, is the term... I'm going to eat a quesadilla from Wawa. You're not going to judge me and tell me that I need to be... Drinking alkaline water and being vegan. I don't want to do that. Let me be. <laughs> Kiss my ass. Did you mean to put it just the term strong friend harmful? Yes. So I've been seeing it, especially relating back to the um the Twitch um switch Twitch situation. I always hear the strong friend, checking your strong friend. I'm the strong friend. I'm the one mm-hmm. everybody comes to. Um but is the term the strong friend harmful because to me i feel like that person often gets neglected in a lot of situations mm-hmm. and maybe it's because they don't set those boundaries because you could be a strong friend and be like well y'all know it'll be real cute if y'all check up on me once in a while this then the third i'll be open to sit here and this then the third and a lot of people don't do that because they're the strong friend they they can't come off as being vulnerable or they can't be seen as being the I don't, I don't like using the word weak because, no. They can't be the vulnerable one. So people often will be like, well, she usually got it. Or that's the person I go to when it comes to something. So I could probably, like, put them off, put them later down my line of checking on people because I know they're going to be okay. But then you have situations like the one that happened this week and everybody's like, he's happy and he's doing this and he's doing that. And probably a lot of people didn't need to check on him because it's like, oh, I just seen him on TikTok dancing. He's good. And he gets neglected. So I don't know the strong friend. I won't even say I don't know if that term is. We don't even beneficial. know. Like, is the strong friend is a, is a strong friend an honest friend? 
Not in a bad way. Like, is a strong when you check on the strong friend. Is a strong friend gonna you know communicate mm-hmm. and honestly and say, you know something, you know, you know what's going on if they're asked. And yeah. I feel, I feel like you know I've always heard for years, 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 years. Is you know like like you know check on you know check on you know your strong friend. That's a quote that I feel like has never like came and gone. It's just always you know been around and stuff yeah, like that. Absolutely. But it's just I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's harmful. I just I feel like it should just be check on your friend. You should just check on your friend strong, strong friend because I feel like all be, I feel like all yeah. of my friends are strong in different ways in yeah. different ways. And it's just it should just be just make sure you just check check on the ones you you love and the ones you care, yep. you know you care about. Not because I just feel like all of my friends are strong, and it's like we everybody has a, you know a moment in time you know where you know they you know are going you know they're going through their struggles and stuff like that, you know. And just because you're strong in the area that I I'm in doesn't make me weaker. No, doesn't that's make why you, I doesn't make you more weaker. Yes, yeah, so I would just say. The check on your strong friend term should shouldn't be. It should just be check on check, you know, on, your check on your people. I think, yeah. and to go back to what you were saying, is a strong friend gonna be truthful? A lot of times they're not. I that's from experience from me. Like if somebody will ask me, like, like are you good? And I'll be like, my my first bet will to be like, I'm good. I stop doing that because sometimes because Cause like, it's with the Twitch thing, we like. We don't even know, like, know. if, you know, like, yeah. if, you know, people have checked on him. You know, we don't know that. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's, it's and not our they business. Did, did yeah. He, did right. He, was he vulnerable enough yeah. for that person? I felt safe yeah. enough for that person to be like, nah, I'm not mm-hmm. doing good. So we don't know. It's a lot of people, because I've, I, this is going to sound bad, but I have tested people in, in my past with operatively being labeled. Not, no one's ever came out to my face and called me a strong friend, but I know the role and what some people will take out of. The mm-hmm. friendship that they have with me, I know where I can show up and where I can play a part. So I've even I've even tested it, and it wasn't it wasn't smart because when you test people and they show you what the fuck it really is, you mm-hmm. gotta you gotta be ready to deal with that shit. Mm-hmm. Like I sit there and they'll be like, I'll be a little snappy or I'll have an attitude, and they'll be like, Are you okay? And then I'll go and I'll be like, No, I'm not. And then I'll wait to see how they're gonna respond to that because they're not used to that from me. Right? They're used to getting the Nah, I'm cool or I'm. T- I'll be fine, or I'm okay, or but you this, said that, it and nothing, nothing happened back. There's some people that have come back and given me that reassurance that this is somebody that cares uh-huh. about me, and there's some people that have literally just like, no, they're not. Mm. That ain't it. And usually, the people that I've tested, and, and this is is bad because I don't believe in testing people. They have filtered themselves out of my life in some way. Uh-huh. They just they they couldn't do that. They couldn't be there for me. And it is what it is, but you got to check on your people. I don't mm-hmm. care if it's, like I said, are you okay? Yeah. That, I know it's very taboo in our community to keep things very heavy, but if you don't know what else to say, if you don't know how to pinpoint a situation, or maybe you don't even have the words to sit there and have a conversation with somebody, just say, are you okay? Mm-hmm. Because it's very simple, and then it gives people the wherewithal to think like, if this is my friend, I should be able to say like, nah, I'm not too cool today. Or I'm not doing good, but I'll be okay. Mm-hmm. Like even just having that, just making sure that you have that inkling so somebody knows that you actually do give a fuck about them. A lot of people out here in this world, I don't think anybody give a fuck about mm-hmm. them. That's the sad part. Mm-hmm. That's the sad part. Because, I mean, for as much as people that we be, as much people that we surround ourselves that we might be around, we go through this shit by ourselves. Like it's very lonely. Mm-hmm. It is. So 
I don't think the strong friend term is harmful, but I think we should just take off that word strong because yeah. that's what they were doing to black women for years, making us the strong ones, and then we would be neglected. Mm-hmm. Period. So. Yeah. Um, protect and provide. Let's break this down. <laughs> I feel like we've been real deep this episode. Let's make this one funny. So niggas said out here that they are supposed to just protect and provide as men. That is their job. That is how they're supposed to show up in a relationship. They're supposed to bring home the bacon. You're supposed to open up your purse and they drop the stack inside. That's what they're supposed to do. They get the kick up. They get to provide you with some safety and shit just in case you get mauled by a bear or get beat up on the side of the road by like a coyote. But then other than that, they're not supposed to do anything else in the relationship. Half these niggas can't even change his tire. These niggas can't fight. And they can't change his tire. Yo, I didn't want to bring this up, but I will. I don't know if we ever answered this on here. Let me know. If your nigga is out, if you're out with your man, and he gets into a fight for whatever reason, and he loses said fight, what are you going to do after? Is he being jumped? No. It's a one-on-one. It's a tussle. He get into... I mean, ain't nothing... I'd I be like, damn, I'd be like, damn, babe, we got to do better next time. No, 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 no. Because, no, because of, it's... No, every, everybody no, can't fight. No. Everybody can't fight. But you can't say we got to do better next time? Everybody can't fight. Yo. Everybody can't fight. You go out and you and a bitch get into a rumble and you lose. And your nigga says, all right, it's It's okay. We got to do next. She beat your ass, but you, you know, we're going to do better next time. First of all, why is he saying next time? I should have fought this time. Well, Neither yeah, but there. things happen. Set, how would you feel if your nigga said you got to do better next time? Right after you got your ass beat. Oh, we would say we going like, to go practice. <laughs> I would, we going to practice. Now you in the gym because you fought yeah, for the practice. next time yeah. you and a bitch get to a tussle? practice. I would want to know if I got my ass beat. I, would I like know. preventative work. I, I like working know. on shit before it happened, but I don't want to just be boxing in the gym for the next time we can I be see in, a We can bitch. be in the house. Like, whatever. Because you like. know if you go and you go prepare, the next time you go out and you get a, you get a little angry, you be like, right, I'm going to show off my skills because this bitch ain't going to Not that. Ass. Just like, let's like scenarios like, pop, pop. Like, I don't know. Like, step up on the scene. I know you want to do that because I heard saucy too. Pop, 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 pop. Everybody is, there's somebody out there that can fight better than you. If he gets beat up, we gonna like, damn, like, her. let's get the fuck out of here. Let's hurry up. We could do better next time. Like, I'm going to tell like, you right now. Like, nigga, what the fuck was I'm that? I'm going to tell you right now. If I get into a fight, first of all, I would hope that whatever man that I'm with can assess that situation and just get me out of there. Or Sometimes just life comes at you fast. But just in, 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 in. Maybe a man was meeting you. Let's let's just put this scenario. I mean, a man was meeting you somewhere, and in the midst of him meeting you somewhere, you ended up getting into a tussle with somebody. So midway, the fight is already done. You walk up, he like, damn, like, yo, that was your girl, yo, she got her ass beat. So he know he like, damn, son, what happened? And you sitting there, I don't want the. If you come at me, and the first thing you said is we gonna do better next time, I'm gonna be very mad at that moment. I'm going to get mad in that moment. I got my ass, got I got ass, my ass beat, and then you tell me I got to do better next time. We're going to say, are so you okay? We're going to be in He's more gonna, fights. We're going to say, are you okay? Like, so I could be better prepared. What is something? Like, bitches are crazy out here. I'm not going to war, and I don't want to prepare for battle. Bitches are crazy out I here. I would just, I just, I think. Why did I get in a fight in the first place? That's what I'm saying. Especially if you, you started know, this shit. You never know. 
I just don't want to hear we could do better next time. I, I just know for me and my personality, that's not going to sit right with me. It's not. I think if my man got beat up in front of me. Mm, 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 what can you do? You're going to break up with him? No. Like, what can you do? There's a there's better fighters out there. He just wasn't a great fighter well, in that moment. He got out of his Tims. Then that's. Well, one was why your shoes not tied tight. Like why are they that? I know they don't tie Tim's. Like why are they that loose? They should you should be flying and his butt crack start to show because his pants was falling. That happens. And That's what happens. We gonna talk about that. Why the fuck you didn't put lotion on your ass? I'm cracked. We're going on you. We're gonna talk about it all. I'm gonna let you sit. That's kicking somebody while they down. I, I, I'm gonna let him sit in his shit. Whatever. I'm gonna let him get it together. I'm gonna let him go off. And then we are gonna talk about it. And be like, why the fuck? Why you didn't put lotion on your ass? You gonna ask a nigga why he didn't lotion his ass crack after I'm, a fight? Before, not after. Like maybe the next day. Like once he's over it. Once he's got over it, because you have to get over it. When do you think them jokes can really come in? The next day. I would like to make the jokes the next day. I don't think that. I don't think. I think for I think depending on your partner, I don't know if the jokes can come in the next okay, day. Okay, week. He's gonna have to get over it. I'm I ah I, I love a mm, I can <laughs> about four jokes could come in. Man, I don't know if I would break up with my partner, but I would really be kind of disappointed. Why? Depending on how they lost. Especially if my nigga was the okay, one but, talking bitch. But, but what if he wasn't? But what, what if what if your man is just not a fighter? That's cool, and he was defending himself. Then 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 I'm not gonna be disappointed because I know this is not something that you do. I know this is not something that you do. So if your man, first of all, what if your nigga? We're not gonna be we're not gonna be with niggas that talk shit anyway. So let's I just hope not. let's just catch cancel that. I'm that cancel that. Things sometimes happen when you're drunk. Start to get start to yapping at the gums. What if what? your nigga swing first and he trip and he fall? Oh, so you watch too much TV. My phone is on 20%. I don't even watch TV. Well, you watch too much TikTok. This ain't even a question I want to ask. I was, well, we, you know what? Let's let's table the pr- pr- okay. protect and provide conversation because I really want to break that down. And I actually do want to have a serious conversation about okay. that. But this, this was on my spirit. I'm not going to break up with you. I'm not. Maybe you gotta go into Muay Thai. Like you gotta get some karate, some defensive lessons. Karate kid. That ain't no different than you gotta try harder next time. Wax on. Mm-hmm. Wax on. No, I wouldn't say it to them right after. Try harder next time. Do you know what the fuck the ride home is gonna be like? Silence. I'ma light my blunt. And then (laughs) why you smoking? Like Cleo and set it off. Fuck day you. after day. Why the fuck you get knocked down, nigga? That's how the f- we don't do that shit out here. We beat niggas the fuck up out here. I don't know why y'all thought I knew the words. I'm fucking disappointed. You got me looking fucking stupid out here, nigga. When we get home, I want you to go in the room. I want you to look yourself in the mirror. And I want you to call yourself a weak ass nigga. For losing that fucking fight. You losing pussy, bitch. Take me home, ho. What was on my Tony? You heard that? That was nice. It's a monologue. That was good. 
Yeah, I would withhold pussy for a week, though. You're not getting pussy for a week. If you lose a fight and I saw it, especially if you was talking shit, you're not getting pussy for a week. When I pull up on the scene, <laughs> bottles on pop. <laughs> um, okay. Fucking clowns, yo. My God, let's get to miscellaneous. I know they both in the book. What is the clocks? It's miscellaneous questions let's do the clocks. of the week. Is that it's the clock emojis. I think that's the... Both of them are... Oh. How long to you? How long is sex supposed to last? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I never know. Definitely not an hour. That's a long time. Okay, well, does, does 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 the sex so does sex? Let me let me get some context. Does it all? Does it include foreplay? Is that included in it, or just the intercourse? The group chat is having a serious debate. I need to know how long y'all think sex should last. Is 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 sex only including in like penis and vagina? Somebody said that you include foreplay. I don't want nobody ramming my coochie for forty minutes. Yeah, not. Yeah, but gotta take breaks in between so it really wouldn't even feel like it's that long. Okay, so this is including foreplay. How long is sex supposed to last? I would say a good forty-five. Okay, a good forty-five minutes is good because, like, once once I once I'm done, I'm done. Sometimes, like, I'm just she's just done. Like, she's just she's done. Out of commission. She's, she's done. Mama she's, is no longer purring. No, she's just done. So. I feel you. Now, how long has your longest, your best sex session, how long has it been? I'm 20 minutes. Wow. 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 Yeah. That's beautiful. That's including foreplay? Were you guys, was it like some mental stimulation going on? No. Like, paint the thing. Give me a conversation. No, Let's no. Talk. It was just real quick. It was we had we had to get it done real quick. Quick and it was it was the best. Sometimes a quickie, a little can bit of floor foreplay, a little bit of head, both both on both ways, and then a little bit of we head. got it. Just a little bit of head. We got it going. Let me tell y'all something. Ugh, I think a good session, including some cunnilingus and some fellatio. Mm-hmm. I don't like that word, but I'm gonna use mm-hmm. it. Um. Maybe a little rim action. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say maybe to like. Hmm. I would have said back in the day like a good session, thirty to forty-five. Mm-hmm. But hear me out though. Mm-hmm. Now in my grown age, mm-hmm. and knowing what time—if you have the time—to mm-hmm. sit there, really get in there, warm things up. Really stimulate certain parts, mm-hmm. certain androgynous zones. You ever had a nigga lick behind your knee? Mm-mm. It's nice. Bite your calf. Yes. Really good. Mm-hmm. Ankles run mm-hmm. their knuckle up your yeah instep. Like when you start to know certain things about yourself, mm-hmm. I would say maybe like an hour to an hour and fifteen, including foreplay. But that's with like ultimate stimulation. So like the foreplay, depending on yeah, the time y'all have and what y'all doing. Yes, I'm saying, but it's a build up. So then when you find when when that when you break the seal, when you crack it open, mm-hmm. open the can, slide the sliding, mm-hmm. it's a beautiful thing. It's euphoric. 
Okay. It's euphoric. I'm just I saying. can dig it. I'm you good with 45 minutes. 45 minutes is definitely, it definitely suffices. Honestly, definitely I don't suffices. even know because I don't even be looking at the clock. I don't exactly. even time it. Like 45, if I'm, and if I'm being honest, let's do. Sometimes it didn't even feel like an hour, but it's only been like 30 and it's like it felt longer when it really Sometimes wasn't. Sometimes an hour don't even, I don't know. Does feel, when, when you fucking around, does it feel like time slows down or speeds up? Slows down because. It, it, I think it depends. Because I've had sessions. I've been like. <laughs> what? what? Sessions? I mean, what would you call it? <laughs> Why do you call it session? I don't. Necess- it's just the word that came out. <laughs> Motherfucker. What's wrong? Wait, what's wrong with sessions? Rounds? <laughs> Sex sessions? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong? Shame me for using a what the I hell is wrong? What's wrong with sessions? Girl, <laughs> like clientele. When you I knew you was gonna do that. I knew you were gonna say I sell. Pussy. Nobody ever says sessions. Motherfuckers say sessions. People, y'all don't say sessions. No. Yes, they do. I, I would. I really hope that somebody says they say sessions. Clip this shit. Clip this all the fuck up. Who don't sex session? Session. <laughs> you making me say it's stupid. Nobody. You're making me say it's stupid. Session. <laughs> hey, I had. A, hey, I just finished the session. Girl, like what? Yes. Y'all just on this round shit. Y'all wanna go round to round to round? I didn't know. I wasn't even talking about rounds. I wasn't even talking about well, when sessions. Session. Uh, rounds. When you say rounds, fucking. rounds and sessions is different. It, it really is. It really so, is. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, I finished up doing some shit. I sat there and thought I was only like messing around for like 30 minutes and it's been like an hour and some change. It's been opposite. I feel like it's been a it's, forever. It's weird though. But it's been like 30 minutes. Sex is a weird thing. Yeah. Sex is a very strange thing. How many rounds in a day? Like how many rounds have you? Like your Five. Mo- oof, oof. Oof. Power to you. Power to you. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Bitch. I'm just feeling very vulnerable in this moment. You're talking about five rounds. Of you have sessions, so please. <laughs> <laughs> How many sessions I have in a day before? Sasha's sessions. You have to stop saying that. Sasha has sessions. Wow. I think the most sessions I've had in a day is maybe four. I could have went six, but then it was get tired. Whatever. Sasha has sessions, everyone. Link in bio. Episode 125 of I Said What I Said podcast. Girl, fuck you. Starring Jazzy and Session Sasha. That's ridiculous. Um, that is not a nickname. Don't call me that. Oh, yeah. Call you Session. I will not fucking answer. Session Sasha. That's crazy. Now Sasha, you got Session. Session Sasha. Only fans about to go up. This damn You shit. can follow me on Instagram at Jazzy, of course. You can follow the podcast on Instagram at I Said What I Said Space Podcast. You can follow me on Instagram at Coco the Dondada. And you can follow this podcast on Twitter at ISWIS Pod. Session. 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 Sasha. You're Sasha fucking up. You're fucking up. You are I fucking up know. where the people can find us. Who says sessions?
I do. I I've never told. Was this the first? I've the Why first don't y'all time. raise your hand if y'all ever been victimized by her? It's <laughs> been the first. I've never heard you say this. I've heard you talk about sex a million times, and I've never heard you call you it sex. You never session. heard me say. You've no. never said sex. Every time you say, you make me giggle, and it's not fair because it's really not showing my true feelings of me standing tall in my truth. Because you've Sessions. never said it. You've never said it. Sessions. Sexual. Session. Yo, clip. Yo, cut this shit off. Okay, man. <laughs> Sasha has sessions. I've 